Hey, this is Chuck, and you are listening to Fans with Bands, the podcast where we talk to the fans and the bands they dig about life, music, and whatever the hell else we want to talk about. Today on Fans with Bands, we are talking to Throne. Check it out. Hey, this is Chuck with Fans with Bands, and I am talking to Joe, Colin, Nathan, and Les from the band Throne. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Excellent. Excellent. And joining us are the fans. So we've got Christina and your husband. I'm sorry, I forgot your name already. Brian. Brian. We've got Steve. We've got Zeke. And we've got Tommy the Gorilla. How are you guys doing? Good. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, I usually like to start things off by flipping it over to the fans and kind of get your story about how you became a fan of Throne and what you like about that band that makes you want to even be here and talk to them. So let's start with uh, Christina and Brian. How did you guys get into Throne? Uh, the road to Summer Slaughter. Yeah, I the battle believe. for Summer Slaughter is the first time we saw them, and the energy they brought to stage was unlike any other band there. So we've followed them ever since. We've seen them open for At the Gates. That was a great show. Things like that. That was fun. Yeah. Um, and yeah. on top of that, um, they played our my birthday party last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was January like 16th or something. Where was that um, at? Two hours they, away. We were in, in Grand Rapids. Storm. They drove two hours. <laughs> That's no driving to. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a lot of fun though. You know, but just the class that they bring to the stage, um, the energy they bring to the stage. Uh, Nate was really the first one that. I myself personally was able to have a conversation with and the first second I started talking to him, he like just there's class in his voice. You know what I mean? They're, they're all around great guys. And I mean, it, even for a genre that's so heavy and violent. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's, it's amazing to have such great people making my style of music. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, there's so many naysayers to our genre, and I think the four guys in Throne are perfect examples of everything they don't believe we're about. You know what I mean? Does that does that make sense? Oh, it it totally makes sense because that's actually something I want to talk about a little bit later. But there's a a negative perception about metal because it is violent music, it is fierce and and somewhat scary to a lot of folks. But for the people that love it there's a cathartic experience. You know, you love it because it lets that energy out of you. And you see that out of this band, this band, as far as I know, I mean, I've talked to you guys a few times and know you, you know, somewhat well, uh, very nice guys, like super easy going, humble, general, easy going. And that's how a lot of metalheads are. They're really just easy going, happy people. But when you get in the pit and get crazy, you just get a little fierce, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, Steve, how about you, man? How'd you become a fan of Throne? Uh, well, I caught him at Max, I don't know, like three years ago, maybe. I don't, and uh, I was there to support some other local bands. Obviously, I know you and I had talked, Chuck, maybe even that night about, yes. you know, kind of comparing stories that we had, uh, you know, been in the scene for like 30 years and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, kind of the old guard, you know, from right. the early 90s. Right. And, uh, yeah, I've been in bands and I've seen a lot of bands, professional or not. And I'm telling you, man, those dudes, these guys right here, they're the real fucking deal. Pardon my French. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm all in, man. I, I've never seen anything like that. But I always, t- I always tell people, I said, uh, if Suffocation and Behemoth had a baby, it would be thrown, <laughs> hands down. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I tell people. You ever heard these guys? <laughs> you guys, I'm, I definitely am your biggest cheerleader. Well, maybe not your biggest, but one of them for sure. Awesome. Um, that's all I can say, man. I saw you guys, and I was just like, man, I'm glad I'm not on this bill and not going on after them. That's all I can say. Right. So, so yeah, that I get. That's how I found out. Well, discovered them was you know Max quite a few years ago, and I was just blown away by. And then I was like, where the hell these kids come from? Are you kidding? Me? <laughs> Steve, Steve so, was that yeah. was that the goat yep. horror show? It might have been because I didn't even stick around, I don't think, for the headlines. I came to see, I think it was, uh, I want to say it was The Revenant, maybe. Or maybe, I'm not sure who all was on that show. I know it was all locals. Maybe Dagon, were they on that uh, show? No, no. That Ooh, was, oh. that was, uh, Rick, Rick that was the Avenue. Was on that one with us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure. I just remember, like, holy crap. Yeah, so. 
Hmm. Yep, for sure. So I'm just, I'm just, that's one of the reasons I'm waiting for this, this crap to get yeah. over so we can start jamming again because yeah, hell yeah. I, want my yeah. New, I want my new project to go on before <laughs> you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. it's gonna have fun. But yeah, man, I just, you guys are, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, you guys just keep it together and can, you know, uh, avoid all the pitfalls and politics of being in a band together. Um, and I definitely can see you guys getting signed to a label and, and taken off. If it doesn't happen, somebody's not paying attention. Oh, shit. That's just my opinion. Yep. But yeah, I'm all in, fellas. Whatever, whatever you guys are doing, if I can make it, I'm there, man. Thanks, Thanks. man. I appreciate that, brother. Thanks, dude. Hey. No problem, guys. So, uh, uh, Zeke, how about you, man? How did you become a fan? Can you guys actually yeah. hear me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was just wondering. Oh, well, uh, the first time I checked him out was actually a show I think that you guys were actually talking about is um, at Max with Exploding Zombies, Recorrupter. It, would, it was a goat horse show. And, uh, yeah, uh, we were pretty much uh, the rest of the band and I we were, were getting ready to, to go on. And the old guys were and holy shit, all of us were like busy doing our thing. And then we turned around like, who the fuck is these guys? I mean, who the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> these guys are fucking ripping. My God, man. Where the, where the hell do these guys come from? And, dude, they've been blowing our ass away for fucking ever, man. These guys are definitely upcoming awesome motherfuckers. Uh, all you guys, you're doing a fucking fantastic job. You're, you're holding up the fucking metal scene. We love you. Oh, yeah. Thanks, brother. Thanks, dude. Fuck yeah, man. man. Thank you. So uh, I'm going to uh, switch gears a little bit, just to ask a question of, that I'm dying to know about. And so I, I, I think I saw you guys open for Dagan at the Avenue. That was my oh, first yeah. experience with, with you guys. That was, that was, <laughs> that was our second that show we ever deep. played. That was fucking killer. I was just like, oh, you know, I'm taking pictures and I'm just like, <laughs> fucking A, this is so goddamn good. And uh, so then your album came out, Altar of the Dying. Loved it. I played the hell out of it. I still listen to that probably at least once a month because I just love that music. And I think I read that there is a new album, Pestilent Dawn, coming out sometime. <laughs> and I want to know when the fuck am I going to be able to get this thing and listen to this? And what is the story behind it? So can you walk me through the, the creation process? You're like, when did you start writing it? Uh, and more importantly, when is that thing coming out? Um, for Pestilent Gone, we've, we've actually been writing that since like I don't know, for the middle of 2019. Earlier, like oh, so. It, like as soon as EP yeah. was out, yeah. as soon as all this we, we already we had material written for. Yeah. Uh, yes. But we were we actually it's actually all finished and mastered and done. We finished it last uh, May of last year. And uh, we actually have information about the record. So it's actually going to be released through Redefining Darkness, which is the record label that released my other band, Jesus Webb's material. Um, awesome. And But as far as a release date goes, we don't have one quite yet. Hopefully we will get that information as soon as possible and then we'll let everyone know what's going on with it but it is coming out this year so fantastic man i'm excited already i don't know about the rest of you <laughs> uh, well, i am we're excited to get it out to y'all very excited yeah, we're, to push we, it. we've yeah. been literally chomping at the bit to release anything from it and i mean i've said that we i mean a couple of people have heard it but everyone else that hasn't you know super in the dark that no one knows what it sounds like or anything and we're just like we've got the masters with us and we're just like ah oh, damn it <laughs> <laughs> so are you guys still in the same general theme of uh alter or are you have you changed course at all or are you just like we love what we're doing now and we're going to stick with it but just Change. It's a lot faster. A lot. What? That? Wait a minute. How could it be faster? A lot faster. It's a lot faster. It's a lot heavier. And it's we we actually almost kind of went away from the black metal a little bit, and it's, it's way more death metally. 
Uh, I mean, really? there's, yeah. there's, there's still black oh, people right. in it. Like, obviously, we can't yeah. get away yeah. from that because that's that's you know that's our cup of tea. Our mm-hmm. speak. yeah. But, uh, um, we, I mean, we yeah, it's it's definitely yeah, heavy. We even too. have some elements of slam in newer too. So, oh, very yeah. cool. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, you know, I don't want to be the only one asking questions. I'll flip it around to the fans and see if they've got some questions. Um, anybody got questions for the band Throne? Anybody? Don't be shy. Not nothing off right hand yet. <laughs> I got. I gotta. I gotta actually think about that. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, I can keep going. It's a, no problem. So, uh, oh, I got some, real quick about the uh, writing process of yeah, Pestilent Dog. Yeah, go for it, Les. Uh, we wrote the first or like one of the first riffs, actually the first night we stayed in the studio to record Alter of the Dying. It was, the, we called it the yeah. X-File riff. I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is uh, my, uh, my little two Oh, I remember that. that. <laughs> Didn't we write that riff? Like, it was, it was like three o'clock in the morning in, the, in like the sound room. At- yeah. Something like that, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, does it? It doesn't actually sound like dude. It doesn't. No, no, no. <laughs> that's how we were. That's how we were displaying it with our mouths to uh, to Nate, though. We we're yeah. singing it, humming it for <laughs> weeks until he wrote a riff yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. Nice. We believe. <laughs> I got a question. Yeah, go for it. All the other local bands that I come in contact with, they all have like a main composer. Like there's usually one person in the group who pretty much puts everything together and then the band plays it. Is that the situation that you guys got going on in Throne or do we see four main composers here? Because I see, what I see is four excellent musicians in the same band that all seem like they are like they had the uh, theoretical capabilities to write their own music individually yet they're in the same band making this crazy wild death metal i'm wondering is this yes. a compilation of all four of your minds or is there one main composer in this group it's yeah we, we write everything we we write everything together and it'll be one guy will write a riff and maybe something off of that. And then, you know, someone else will take it another direction or like, you know, Colin will throw a different beat under it and we'll take it, just run with it. And we do everything in the jam space. That's almost what I thought the answer was going to be, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. I didn't figure there was just one of you that wrote because with the musicianships that you all possess, it, I just think it would be, nonsense to only have one composer writing the good, the music that you guys play it's, in, uh, it's nuts yeah, I, I can't. In, you know to answer that question before joe actually joined the band i was the one i wrote most of altar of the dying just about all particularly wow. uh, aside from uh rangels angels and covenant oh, that's when joe came in and uh helped write it but uh alter the dying Shadow, Heresy, were uh, and uh, Plague were all written by me because that I was the only one playing guitar at the time. <laughs> so, right, right, right. <laughs> yep, yep. I came in, learned all those songs. I did all the harmonies to it and the solos, and then. But that's uh, but that's yeah, just everything. the guitars. But the yeah, actual yeah, songs yeah. were I'm, written. Were written. Colin, Colin writes Colin like Les writes all his own bass. Love Les writes all his own bass lines. Yeah. You know, and me and Joe, you know, feed off each other's riffs that we write. So it's it's a four it's a yep. four person thing. Right on. Very cool. Did anybody write it out on sheet no, music? No, we're all by old any school, dude. <laughs> Les does it. Les will do I, it. Hey, I, I had some of it. I write tabs out. <laughs> I did it too. I, I tabbed the whole thing out to have audio for uh, well, like studio I'm the old, stuff. I'm the old school one. I do it with my brain. <laughs> I <just> remember, <laughs> but hey, whatever. <laughs> A little bit of uh, what I've noticed in the writing process, like if we're in the, a lot of the keeper riffs, there's like Nate kind of just like spawns them in his head and like spew, spit like the very right in the moment. 
and like they're like oh okay yeah and like Collins usually glues right on he's like that one works and then we're like okay it just kind of gels like that but it usually uh, nates the spark for a lot of it uh of a lot of the the pestilent dawn writing i'd say too of like how things got started uh but uh there was a comparison on like maybe uh, who wrote was song a little bit more so than not uh, i think covenant of darkness was uh, like mostly oh, yeah. joe that was kind of joe brought a lot of that to the table yeah. so that's kind of a difference in the writing style there if you needed one a comparison yeah. Um, yeah. And did I hear that yeah. you guys are like old school in the in the aspect of you're more jam room composers as opposed to like somebody's riffing and and passing MP3s around and saying, "Hey, you know, right. check this out." We so write like, 100%. Yeah. yeah. The 100% of everything we play is composed together. It's almost almost never yeah. someone yeah. working on something at home and brings it to the table. We pretty much improv it right off the bat and it becomes something and we'll work on it together yeah that's great i totally yeah. support that yeah and, cause, and to yeah. me that's the only that's honestly that's the only way to write organic music in my opinion and when you get real when you get actual when when someone writes a riff and then you get the energy from all the other people in the band and it just goes from riff to riff to riff to riff to riff and you get a song that's actual yeah. band it's it's organic it's not this person sat with you know with a riff for six months and then composed it on a computer and then said hey play this no that's not yeah. i've never i've never written like that in the 15 16 years i've been doing music so it's just I've, it's always been organic with the people in the you know in the jam space so that's how i always wanted to write music and that's the only way i can write music anymore so <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Well, it's working. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, anybody else have any questions for the guys in Throne? Yeah, okay. I got you. All right. So uh, when are we going to start seeing you guys play out? I know that we're having troubles with uh, the pandemic and whatnot, but do you guys have any idea when you guys will play out again? Um, right now, there's not really anything booked. At the moment, because no one's really taking show bookings at the moment, so yeah, it's the same same with us too. But I just was wondering whether or not, uh, you know, see if there's any uh any fucking uh shows that we could, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I mean, back on, when, I <laughs> when we see them and we when we can get on them, we we'll definitely relay the message. But right now, there's it's it's dead right now. There's nothing going on. Yeah, I. I can relate we're pretty much in the same boat we have uh little issues going on in the, the band front as well so we're kind of we're in the middle of actually rec recording some stuff but with oh, yeah. the pandemic screwing with us uh, we've been lagged we can't do shit and uh there's some things going on where uh I'll, i might as well drop it um we're getting a different singer oh damn Wow. So, uh, that's something I wasn't supposed to uh, let out, but you know what? Whatever. We gotta, gotta let it got out sometime, yeah. sometime uh, rather. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So it's been uh, rough since we lost our original, uh, well, kind of our original bass player singer oh, Grant, yeah. when he passed yep. a couple of years ago, and it's been hard. Yeah, it's it's been really hard for for us to try to you know, pick up the pieces where we're left off. And, yeah. Yeah. Not to, uh, to like change it over to us. <laughs> anymore, but just, yeah. It, it's been, it's been, a, it's a, been a bit of a grueling time for us. Trying no to get man. Exploding going. zombies are some of our favorite fucking, you guys are some of our favorite dudes in the scene right now. And just a shout out for exploding zombies because you guys are legendary, man. You guys are around when I was fucking jamming. That's fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know we're old <laughs> i know not calling you old i'm just saying it's still alive. awesome that you guys are <laughs> <laughs> it's all good though i appreciate it though yeah man i'll tell you this there's, yeah. no, there's nothing better there's nothing better to listen listen to jeff talk about all the old yeah come through here yeah. all the time <laughs> yeah. we'll nice. literally talk your ear off for like an hour and a half 
Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I have a question for you guys, and it kind of relates back to um, Brian talking about uh, the energy of, of when you guys are playing live. And this is, like I mentioned before, there's a, there's a certain level of energy and excitement that, that you guys bring to the stage, which is, which is unique. I think your music speaks for itself, but the stage show is also very impressive. And like I mentioned, there's, I've met a lot of, you know, I'm a metalhead and I know lots of you guys and we're, we tend to be very calm when you talk to us, you know, like off stage and being, you know, ourselves, but on stage, it, there's a fierceness of different person seems to be on stage. And I'm curious if that is a channeling of the music that you play, or if you consciously, when you're getting on stage, you are thinking about a persona or an emotion that you want to channel and, and focus out to the audience. So is it, is it organic expression or is it more uh, thoughtful expression of, of the feeling that you want to get the audience to feel? For me, it's like all organic, just adrenaline and the music. Cool. How about you, Kyle? Go, Les. Yeah. Uh, it's, most, it's like organic. Like if I've ever tried to like synthesize or like produce something to provoke something, it just, it doesn't work. It's not work. It only works when I just kind of do whatever I, whatever I need to do. Yeah. And so put on a cloak and just going crazy. <laughs> That's got to hold down the base. <laughs> uh, how about Colin? How about you, man? It's uh, as organic as it comes. It, and you always, yeah. you always look very happy. You know, the rest of the band looks like fucking pissed off, but use your back island. <laughs> I'm just happy to be there, man. Just happy to just every show, every rehearsal sesh. It's uh, the, one of the funnest things I've ever done. Projects, bands, you know, every show. You know, stuff gets stressful for sure, but when you're on the stage, it all goes away. Like, that's what I'm here to do, man. Awesome. Yeah, same. And uh, Nathan, how about you, man? It's a little different for me uh, because, you know, this is the most, this is the first band that I've ever been in where I was actually the front man. Oh, cool. Um, so any other band I've been in, I just, just was just the guitar player. And so for me, I, I mean, I'm also, I've also got a lot of anxiety too and I'm on stage, but it all goes away in the second, you know, I, you know, grab the mic and, you know, we start playing and then it's just, it's just all adrenaline and, you know, it's, it's wild because I've never been a vocalist before. So <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's crazy what my, what my brain and my, my body does when I'm on stage. Cause normally if most people meet me, I'm usually really reserved and really shy and really awkward. <laughs> And on, and on stage, I'm none of that. It's wild. It doesn't. I don't understand it. But uh, but Ed, but it, it does show like in between songs, when I'm like announcing the songs, I'm usually looking away or like trying to crack a really bad joke <laughs> in, in the middle in between. It's just like I don't know. It's <laughs> but I try to I try to make it as entertaining as possible for everybody because you know when my my philosophy is they're not coming to see you play they're coming to be entertained by you right so you know that's always how i look at it and since i'm the front man so to speak i have to be the one you know that elevates the the performance yeah you you know um i think you all (laughs) do a really good job of uh engaging with your audience which i think is another aspect that that adds to the music the, like i said the music speaks you know it speaks for itself you can listen to it and just be you know inside your own head raging along with you guys but when you're watching you guys on stage you get another element where you're being able to engage with you and you feel that music you know coming out of you and it's it's really cool so i'm i'm happy that it's an organic experience and not just like trying to because 
I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but there are certain bands you see and you feel like this is a more of a show and not necessarily um, them. And I feel like this oh, yeah. music coming through you. So very cool. You you can you can tell and you can pretty much see right through people that aren't genuine on stage. Yeah. You can just you can just it's it's completely completely obvious when you're seeing a person that's going oh well that's phoned in they're just trying to impress everyone out there yeah. it's not it's not organic it's not you know it's it's definitely telegraphed and it's definitely them just you know putting on a you know a facade I guess yep. so yeah cool anybody else got questions for the guys in throne I got a quick question yeah go for it man um. Colin, how long have you been playing, dude? Because, again, been in the scene for like 50 million years and, uh, you know, rub doubles with a lot of musicians and I've never seen a drummer so young and so intense. So I was just wondering, like, you know, how long have you been playing and what your influences were and, and things of that sort? Well, my, uh, my dad played. He still plays a little bit. Uh, back when I was born and growing up, played a lot. And my mom's brother played. And they lived in the same household a lot. And uh, lots of family family players split down. So I, I basically started as soon as I could hold sticks up. <laughs> when I try, That's awesome, man. I try and claim 20 years of drumming, and then my mom will correct me and say, you can easily claim 25. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, it definitely shows, man, because you definitely kill it every time. So keep up the good work, kid. That's all I can say. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yep. Steve, sure. that's actually a really good question that I'm kind of wanting to know about the rest of the band. What was your kind of influence? What what got you to want? I mean, there's one thing to get into a band and or not necessarily get into a band, but play music. You know, you get a guitar, you get drums, and you just jam along with stuff and you do that. There's another level that you get to when you said, you know what, I want to write my own music. And then you, there's a yet another level where you say, I want to write that music and perform it. So what was the catalyst for, for the rest of you guys that made you want to go do this stuff? And let's start with uh, Joe. Uh, I, I was always around music, but I didn't pick up guitar until later. And I actually tried picking up drums first and I just didn't have a teacher that could really convey the the theory well to me. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of dropped off that. And then I picked up guitar in like middle school. I had a couple of buddies that played and we'd hang out and jam. And uh, yeah, man, I've been playing for 20 years now. I Impressive. couldn't tell you how many guitars I've gone through, but. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I could. But yeah, then. <laughs> And then, yeah, just there's always been music around. Like, my dad was big into classic rock. My mom was into like alt, like the alt rock scene in the yeah. 90s. Cool. So I was around all of them. Awesome. You know, grandparents in the country. Cool. So anything, anything with the guitar or strings, I'm into. Very nice. Uh, Nathan, how about you, man? Well, for me, like, I actually didn't even pick up the guitar until I was 15. And before that, I really wasn't even into music at all. And, you know, I had a neighbor that got me into some stuff when I was in eighth grade. And then, you know, I, I, I listened to, you know, you know, music and I was like, I want to play this. This sounds, this sounds like it'd be fun to play. And then, you know, I got my first guitar when I was 15. And then, you know, I got, I took like one or two guitar lessons and, the guitar teacher told my parents they're like he's natural at it he i can't teach him anything and then i essentially just taught myself how to play all the way up until you're just seeing what i'm doing now uh and then you know as far as bands go i you know i had a couple friends that were you know that played guitar and we you know tried to do the band thing fail band after fail band mm -hmm. you know and it just eventually snowballed into I finally got a band where we you know played a couple shows and then I just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger but uh it's I really wasn't raised around it it was kind of something I picked up on my own I mean my grandpa on my dad's side is heavily into bluegrass you know had played stand-up bass has a dobro all that kind of stuff so I That's would cool. screw around with that kind of stuff when I would go to their house for Christmases and stuff uh -huh. but no one played guitar 
So that was pretty much all me doing it by myself. So awesome. Awesome. Uh, Les, how about you, man? Oh, uh, well, my, uh, my parents named me after a Les Paul guitar. So <laughs> <laughs> my brother's real name is Marshall. So, uh, you know, I've been around music forever. Uh, my dad used to play in a, like a hair metal band. Shit. Uh, yeah. So uh, last one I think was called Tommy Gun around from the Lansing era. Uh, area ah, Anyways, uh, but I grew up like uh, in the churches too. I had like posed a lot of that type of music. Um, I eventually I got my bachelor's in music technology from Western Michigan. Cool. So, but guitar and stuff, I kind of picked up. My sister was want, got a guitar for Christmas and I kind of ended up learning how to play off of that but then picked up a bass and uh kind of been playing bass since then so uh yeah very cool very cool uh anybody else have questions for the guys in throne <laughs> no problem man i can keep going i can keep going so this one's a good one because i like to get um I'm always interested, sort of like in your influences, is the origin of your music as far as like first albums. And this is a good one I like to throw out because I can get the fans in there too. Um, so what was the first album that you bought? And it could be, you know, you got it as a gift as a kid or something you like saved up money and bought for yourself. Um, but let's start with the uh, Christina and Brian, what'd you, what do you guys uh, get for now? <laughs> Corn follow the leader for me. Nice. Um, the, the, I mean, are, are we speaking genre specific here? No, no. It can be it, your, your first album could have been weird out, whatever. <laughs> and the very first album I ever got, I got for Christmas in like 1993 <laughs> from my, my uncle or step uncle. Uh-huh. And uh, it was Boys to Men. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. A perfect example of what I was not trying to listen to at that point. Boys to Men rules. I mean, I spun it a couple times and then I gave it to the girl that I was sort of starting to mess around with at that Dude, Boys to Men gets the chicks. What's up? Yeah. Do it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Brian, I mean, Boys to Men is that's we got to do we got to do a little better. So, what was the they were successful? I mean, hey, you know, what what got you into metal then? What was your um, I actually believe it or not, I got into death metal and metal in general through the local scene, the Michigan local scene. Really Um, awesome. And I was a teenager, bands like Production Gray, Revile, Lucifer's Hammer. Yep. That's mm-hmm. where I came into the scene. And I had like a band when I was 19 and played with Production Gray and Revile. And, it, and we were just like a little groove metal band. We weren't really anything heavy. Cool. But um, Tim Seaver took a liking to our music and very cool. You know, let us play gigs with him all the time. I mean, we were always the openers, which was cool, but yeah, you know, we were there, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean that was that was pretty much my introduction. I, I came in. I, I I learned about Production Gray when I was fourteen, and then five years later, I played a shit ton of shows one summer with them. And That's, you know that was as far as like mainstream. Um, I was really into the shock rock. I got into Marilyn Manson a lot. Oh yeah, um, cool. Yeah, a His lot name of people, is Brian Warner. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> tried to correlate that. You know, that's yeah. sort of funny. Um, Nine Inch Nails. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah and even before that i mean my parents listen to country oldies um so i'm familiar with bands as far back as the 50s and you know i played the saxophone in high school so i've played a lot of jazz a lot of crap ton of overtures from like the 17 and 1800s learned a lot of that junk can you still um, play saxophone 
I don't know if I can still play it or not. <laughs> I mean, it's I haven't I haven't picked one up in like twenty years, probably. We could give Throne some rivers of Nihil vibe. <laughs> oh yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Ooh, that'd be fun, but Cool. I don't know, man. I don't know if I could keep up with y'all. It could be like, you know, at the gates had the cello, you know, thing with, uh, you know, you there you go. Right, yeah. Okay. Right. It can be done, man. There's a, there's a way to no, make I'm it. I'm sure it could, but. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Steve, how about you, buddy? What was um, your first album? album? Uh, probably yeah. old school Metallica, Ride the Lightning, I think, would probably be it. Sweet. We're talking, you know, late 80s. That's kind of when I switched from hair metal to thrash, I guess you could say. Uh, <laughs> Watching Headbangers Ball, I think it was like spring of 89. And uh, seeing, what was it, Overkill Illumination yeah. and Sepultura Inner Self back to back. At that point, I knew, I was like, yep, that's what I'm going to do. Never looked back. That was it for me. All I did oh, was yeah. get darker and heavier from there on out. Fantastic. Still had the influences of the, you know, the like the hair metal, like crew and stuff like that but it's been the heavier stuff and then in 91 i heard uh butchered at birth and i just about shit myself <laughs> and, uh, and i was like oh it even gets crazier okay i'm gonna do that now <laughs> so yeah and, yeah yeah just been kicking around a scene either on stage or behind closed doors or trying to throw shows but always involved in one way or another i i've, I've tried to retire a couple of times with these assholes won't let yeah, me so. you always get sucked back in <laughs> i'm just gonna die with a bass in my hands <laughs> <laughs> but anyway yeah i'd say by my lightning i think it'll be the first album that i bought for myself fantastic zeke man how about you oh wow uh black sabbath i believe it was black sabbath uh black sabbath cool. um nice after that i remember just like uh oh it was just a while back i remember listening to like uh some like Led Zeppelin, some shit like that, whatever. A friend was like, oh, that's some old ass shit, whatever. You got to check this out. And I'm like, well, what is it? And that's oh, a band for Brazil's uh, Sepultura. And I'm like, okay, I'll throw it on. And I fucking listen to it. I'm like, drums are fucking really cool, but I really hate that vocalist, man. You can fucking suck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening to it. And um, I've been playing for a little while. I, I, I think I've been playing for like about 20 something years, but uh. I, you know, obviously the drums turned me on. So I'm like listening to it. And after a certain amount of time, I started listening to it and I'm like, I kind of more or less turned off the, uh, the, the vocals. I, I didn't want to listen to the vocals. So I just <laughs> listened to the guitar and the drums and shit. No, it's all good to me. I, I fucking loved it. And, uh, after that, I just started like getting into like carcass and, uh, what the fuck else was I up uh, cannibal corpse, of course. Uh, uh, shit. What else? Some, I don't know, but after, after listening to Sepultura, I started to kind of get more into the more of the death metal scene. And that's what got me into it completely. And yeah, when I first played, when I first started playing drums, it was just like little like like playing to White Snake and Quiet Riot or something like that. Right. And uh, yeah, <laughs> after after that, after hearing Sepultura, I'm like, yeah, I, I think I need to kind of not or turn it up a notch. <laughs> um, but after that, yeah, it's that's all i can say for it man i ever since i heard uh, the first riff from uh sepultura shit i was like yeah that's 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 what i want to do awesome so uh Les, what was your first album uh i think when i was like five i got a uh, thriller by michael nice. jackson that's a, that's, a, <laughs> that's a great album man i just actually yeah. oh shit hold on hold on guys sorry about that Fucking goddamn phone call. The hell. <laughs> <laughs> right in the middle of the goddamn podcast, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was going to say Thriller. I just got that. I, I, I somehow neglected getting that album, and I just got it recently. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, Colin, Colin, how about you? Uh, I was into pretty heavy stuff from the moment I can, the last earliest moment I can remember. Um, I remember being in a playpen, 
here in Master of Puppets <laughs> and uh, Slayer and Sepultura, you know, that's some of my earliest memories. But uh, my first album I ever got given to me was my dad gave me a Black album, Metallica. Oh, really? Awesome. Yeah. And uh, so I was definitely already into heavy stuff. <laughs> but uh, that was the first album I ever had. Very cool. Uh, Joe, how about you, man? Uh, first album I ever bought was uh, an Aerosmith double live CD. I think it was called I think it was a Little South of Sanity or something like that. Oh, cool. From, it's from like the late 90s. Yeah. It was just a shitload of great rock and roll stuff. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And Nathan, how about you, man? My <laughs> Oh, man. Good. My first record I bought was in the summer of 2000, I think, and I was, uh, it was my eighth grade year, and I wasn't introduced to death metal until about two or three years after that, so my friends and I were all, we were all into alternative rock and new metal, so my first, my first record was LD50 by Mudbay. <laughs> All right. Wow. That's yeah. a good one. That <laughs> is a good That's one. That's a good new metal album. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know, and then after that, it was Slipknot and, you know, all that kind of shit. Like, you, you know, you're 14 in high school in 2001. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, 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 the, hey, the man, I had all that stuff, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cold Chamber, I remember seeing those guys at Harpo's. Absolutely. I, oh, I had yeah. I had self-titled cold chamber and chamber music. Yeah. So yeah. Um I shit, I can't remember what that show was. I remember seeing Cold Chamber there at Harpo's and uh it, you know, there's some new so like Mudvane, I actually like that first album. Um, but it, oh, awesome. it was tough for me during that period of time because I came from like old school metal, you know, where it's like lead guitars and stuff, and new metal just said fuck lead guitar. And uh, it was all about the break. Pretty much. Yeah, it was like breakdowns and riffs and shit. And like, well, where the fuck's a guitar, man? I'm like, yeah, it's heavy, yeah. but I mean, where's the fucking league? I I'm not hearing that. So. <laughs> right. so it was like a big downer for me. I'm like, I'm a fucking league guitar player. And I, it, where, where is it? You know? So anyway. Where's all the shredding? <laughs> where's the goods? <laughs> well, it got a little carried away. I mean, obviously, like Ingve and those. Like, right. uh, oh yeah, yeah. It got to a yeah, well, total wank. It needed to be put in check for a minute. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I really did love early Ingve, you know. But after a while, oh yeah, the first the rising force records cool. are awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then it ripped. But then it's a wank, it's a wank fest after that, and you're like, right. oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's because he's oh, right. insanely self-centered. He doesn't care about anyone wants about himself, so he just shreds on him. You know, he's right. like, he's like, shit. Right. He's like, I'm sick. I know. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call people going. Oh, look at me! Look what I can do. <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, anybody else got questions for the guys in Throne? Uh, I got a real quick question. I know, obviously, with uh, COVID and whatnot, uh, you guys got any like. And uh, Zeke kind of touched on this. You guys got any like uh, touring plans, like maybe down the road, uh, summer, fall? Obviously, with everything happening, it's kind of right now. Um, um, yeah. We were approached about a tour at the end of the year. Um, that's about all I can say about it right now. But it's, there is an idea uh, for one. Yeah. I mean, nothing's concrete about it, but it is it is with a legendary death metal band. So very cool, um, awesome. Yeah. That would be great. I mean, I, hopefully it happens. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen in the next five six months? Well, you know, th so. there's lots of. I mean, you guys got great music coming out, and there's a bunch of metal bands that are going to be releasing stuff in 2021. I mean, you know, uh, at the gates is going to have new stuff out. Carcass, you know, so. Oh yeah, yeah, and that, that right. kind of gets me into another question. Like, so if you could go on like kind of the dream tour, what would where would thrown? Who would you like to to tour with? What would be a couple of bands that would be awesome to do? Yeah, dream, dream tour, damn. 
Is, is this is this per member? Yes, per per <laughs> member. Yeah, because I know you probably all have different uh, bands that you'd. Oh yeah. With. So so Nathan, let's start with you. Um, for me, it would be uh, touring with either Suffocation, Morbid Angel, or Angel Corpse. Oh. Um. Yeah, those this those, nice. those kind of especially Suffocation because they're they're they are my favorite band. So <laughs> they're, I mean, I and obviously you can see in our music, it completely <laughs> shows that I'm obsessed with that band and Haiti Purple will be another one. So awesome. that's all right. You're just, yeah, uh, you're just one of their uh, bastard children. The band is, I, that's what I tell people. It's thrown. Yeah. <laughs> Colin, how about you, man? I was going to say suffocation <laughs> because they rip and then because we'd get to fucking party every night, you know, because they party party. <laughs> so it'd, it'd be a pretty fun adventuring yeah. tour. Oh, yeah. Uh, Les. Uh, so, like, everything. Uh, suffocation, of course. That was awesome. Uh I would be really cool. I know this is really far out there, but like uh, Merciful Fate or oh. King Diamond, something big like that, totally yeah. different genre. But yeah, that would be sick. <laughs> that would be insane. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. That's about it. Uh, yeah, that, very cool. I mean that 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 uh, contrast, and I mean because you actually would fit very well together, you know. You've obviously a little bit more bone crushing than King Diamond, but the two, yeah, the two, Absolutely. those two bands. I, that's a, I like that one. I mean, but we, 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 we can't, we can't really write, we can't write a riff heavier than the riff in Halloween. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> 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 it should be like the other heavy band. <laughs> I named my daughter after Abigail. Oh, awesome. I named her Abigail after a King Diamond album. Fantastic. And Joe, how about you, man? Oh, man. Uh, you mentioned Carcass. I'd love to. That would be a good one for me. And Suffocation, of course. Yeah. Suffocation was a blast to yeah. play with. Yeah. A tour. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. I just want to hang out with Carcass, you know? I. I yeah, dude, that would be awesome. <laughs> I, or Exhumed. Exhumed would be a fun one, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Exhumed, yeah. 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 One of my old bands oh, opened yeah. up for Exhumed. I almost yeah. got puked on by the bass player. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I see it coming and backed up. Somebody told me, like, watch out. His, his gimmick is he likes to puke all over it. I thought they were joking. I was like, brother. Holy shit. Yeah, it's, it's fucking awesome. And that was back. Yeah. Then. That was many, many moons ago. But yeah, we opened up for Exhumed and Mortician. And that was a, that was a hell of a show. Actually, Mortician was fun. Yeah. the ultimate band for me to open for forever until the end of time. <laughs> right. Oh, they were... They were awesome, man. And the, and the whole, uh, you know, the whole drum machine thing. I know a lot of people are down on it, but we did that for, not to like, like, you know, get sidetracked. We did that for one of our songs back in Project Apocalypse way back in the day. And it turned out oh, excellent because yeah. we didn't have guys, we didn't have guys like Colin laying around, you know, we had to, <laughs> you know. There aren't too many guys like Colin floating around. So you got to keep getting yeah. right. Yeah, that's, that is, that's a fact. Oh, so did, uh, did, <laughs> Uh, any of the other guys, uh, any other fans, you guys, any questions for the band? No? All right. Well, you know, I'm uh, probably, we're just about at the time to wrap up, and I've got a super controversial question. If you've listened to the podcast, you may have heard this before. Um, I think divorces have occurred because of this question. Um, wars have probably been started because of this question. And that is. Let's go. Is it pineapple on pizza? No pineapple on pizza. Uh, no. No. <laughs> yes. no pineapple. Yes. Pineapple on. You can, you can have it on there if there's jalapenos. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> if there's no jalapenos, that's been a common thing. You know put the jalapenos with the pineapple. I gotta try this, but yeah. Jalapenos <laughs> or the banana peppers. Banana peppers are solid too. All right, I'll All give right. them that. Yep. I will. I won't. I won't fuck with pineapple yeah. on pizza. But that's you know whatever. 
Nate won't eat any vegetables. No, I'm no, I also, I also he's like done. a five-year-old child, so that's whatever. <laughs> he sees he sees something green on the pizza. Fuck that! And if it's pineapple, that's awesome. Dino nuggets on a pizza. Lars, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you, man? I, I'm kind of indifferent. Like, I prefer it not, though. But if it's on there, I'm not going to freak <laughs> out, you know. <laughs> Zeke, what, what do you think, man? Uh, as long as there's no anchovies, I'm good. <laughs> there you go. That's pretty much my rule, too. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, Christina and Brian? No plants. Nope. Gotta no be all plants. meat, no anchovies. All meat. All right. Fantastic. I like it. They're, they're good people. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, guys, thanks so much for being part of Fans with Bands. Um, I can't wait to see you guys playing live again. And I can't wait to hear the new music because I fucking love you guys. I really do. I think you guys are a fantastic next level band. You're, ne- You know, there's lots of great local bands and there's no... Uh, I, I, mean, I mean, no aspersions to them, but you guys are that level that could just be there touring. I could, you know, fly out to Sweden and see you and you go, oh, hey, Chuck, how you doing? So I'm looking forward to that pass when that happens. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I agree 100%. Yeah. Right. And, and thank you, Chuck, for doing this stuff, too. It's yeah, thanks cool. for having us, Chuck. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, nope, it's Good no problem. Thank you, and Joe. thanks to the fans, too. Thank you, I appreciate you guys being here. You know. Hell yeah. Thank you, yeah, thank you, you guys. Thanks for doing this, man. Um, we love you guys. All right. Take care, guys. And thanks again. Take care, everybody. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Safe, thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks. Thanks again to Nate, Joe, Les, and Colin of Throne, as well as fans, Christina, Brian, Zeke, Steve, and Tommy, for joining me on this episode of Fans with Bands. Head over to the Throne Bandcamp page to pre order their new album called Pestilent Dawn which will be released on April 9th via Redefining Darkness Records. See the show notes for all the details and links. These are tough times for everyone in the creative industries such as music. Your support of live streaming, purchasing music, and merchandise is critical. If you can help out your local artists, please do. If you are in the Michigan area, consider following the Playing in the Detroit Area Tonight Facebook page. It is a place for fans and bands to support each other and share our combined love of music. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast service to get each and every episode of Fans with Bands. Spread the word by rating the show and leaving a comment. We want to hear what you think. You can keep in touch by following us on social media. This is a Life in Michigan production. Until next time, be well and kick out the jams. <laughs>